Now, take me back to the beginning of the New Creations Festival. This is 13 years ago. Why did you feel it was needed? Well, you know, it's everybody's, in a way, ambition as a contemporary artist in your time to try to find a way to expose people to the creativity of our day. Because, you know, we tend to be traditionalists in people's minds, especially. So everyone, oh, yes, Beethoven, comfortable with that, Mozart, comfortable with et cetera, right? So it's always a challenge, um, Fraser's agreeing with me, because we yeah. all go through this, um, that, you know, to try to find a way to have people listen to music that's been created in our time by people who are alive today. Because, you know, the old saying, the most important quality that any composer must have is that they are dead. You know, that's, <laughs> that's the, so, so I come along to the TSO and I hear about uh, various efforts to do new music festivals. And the first thing I said to myself was, you cannot juxtapose the word music with the word new. That kills it. You know, that new music, mm-hmm. oh, oh, most people do. Of course, you'll always have a certain following. So the first thing we did was try to figure out what would be a title that would actually attract people to it. And there was something animated about the word creation that even excited us. And so we came to this idea of the New Creations Festival. And then we came to the idea that we're going to do programs which will have three elements. One, Canadian compositions in every program could be premieres, could be just works that had been written in the past few years that we wanted to perform, and that we would have also premieres from some great composers, Canadian premieres uh, of, of works that have been done around the world, and that all the composers would come and would be on stage before. So in our first year, I'm sure you remember, Fraser, we had the Henri Dutilleux, who, you know, mm-hmm. probably, you know, the most famous composer alive at that time in right. 2004, or at least among the top three or four. Wonderful human being. And he actually came out and talked about his piece, which he'd written a couple of years earlier. We had Barbara Hannigan singing it, Correspondence, beautiful piece. And and there it began. And we've, um, well, yeah, this is the 13th season. And it developed a sort of a, a special following um, and a special atmosphere around it. We also do things before the concerts and we have special uh, performances after the concerts. So this year, Peter, is there a particular theme to this festival? Well, we started having sort of resident composers a few years ago. I think John Adams was the first one. And so we decided that it would be interesting to have Owen Pallett, who's a a fascinating and Canadian composer, a terrific violinist. He's got a really interesting background. And it's a very different experience from having someone like Jörg Wiedmann in residence, a kind of more modernist type of European background. So in the last few years, I've always worked with a composer to put together the programs. And hence, you see his programs. Actually, we do play a piece of Jörg Wiedmann, who's been a, a, good, a good friend and toured with us uh, in Europe, as you remember, in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but this is a fabulous piece that was premiered not too long ago by the Berlin Philharmonic um, with Joachim Bronfmann, Trauermarsch for piano and orchestra. Uh, really fantastic work. And then Jordan Powell, our present RBC composer in residence, uh, will be writing a new work. And then we'll have uh, Tanya Takak, um, Christine Duncan, a really extraordinary kind of creation. Tanya Takak, as people know, is the m- most astounding throat singer. Uh, I'm just a great, great artist. So y- you can already see that there's some new directions that have been created by you know, having Owen around. The Aaron J. Kernis violin concerto, uh, James Ennis will be playing. Uh, that's a TSO co-commission. And then a piece by Owen. And then we have the Kronos Quartet as well uh, coming in. 
doing a piece by uh, Nicole Lisey uh, in the final concert, and Daniel Bjarnason, a piece called Emergence, is a wonderful Icelandic composer, and Canadian composer Cassandra Miller, a piece called Round. That's the final program. You know, the music itself is obviously really important, but it's it's the atmosphere that surrounds it and how we, I think, make the audience feel when they come. It's just very, very different from when they walk into the hall to hear a performance of the road. How so? What would you say is in the atmosphere? What is what is the... The, the unknown, you know? It's that sense of adventure. That, like, there's nothing that can be predictable. I mean, I think it's fair to say that we as artists try to do everything like that. We try to make every performance of everything, even if it's the Brahms Symphony that people have heard a hundred times. We try to make... This is tonight's performance. It has tonight's energy. It It's shared with your energy. So we try to do that. But when you're doing completely new music... And people are meeting composers and figuring out what was in their head when they tried to to write it. And sometimes they, they talk about their struggles in writing it. It becomes very personal. And, uh, and I think then people are very open to all kinds of sounds. And there's also the interaction that after the concerts, we all go up to the lobby. Everybody comes, usually. There's like a couple of thousand people upstairs in the lobby all having a drink and talking to any musician, members of the orchestra, chatting with me, chatting with the composer. So it's a very interactive experience. Thanks so much for telling us about it, Peter. Great pleasure.